Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you about planning your Walt Disney World vacation when you have a family of boys. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts, Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Agent for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Elaine Edwards. Hey, friends. And back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Well, welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, everybody here for being here. Thank you, Elaine. Is your first time on our show? Yes. Excellent. Um, So uh, we knew Elaine was going to be in town, and we want to talk to her, have her on the show, and talk to her about some aspect of planning and she had a really great idea. She has three boys in her family. So she, we wanted to look at the challenges that a family would face if they had all boys going to a place that's very princess heavy. Let's put it that way. So Elaine, tell us a little bit about your family. What's the family makeup, your boys' names and their ages? Yes. So it is me and a household of boys. I have, my oldest son is Max, he's 18, my middle son is Riley, and he is 12, and my youngest son is Eric, and he is 8. So I have one at every stage of life right now, which means it's complete chaos. And you've been a Disney fan for a very long time, so I assume they went when they were much younger as well. Yes, yes. I think that, I mean, we've been going, Riley and Eric's in the entire life, Max was probably 5 or 6 when he first went. Oh, wow. So it's, I've, and I've taken them as toddlers all the way on out. Know, every so. stage of their life. Yeah. It's excellent. So some people might say, well, what's the big deal? You know, you have boys, you have girls. Why does this matter? I think it matters. I think that sometimes Disney can be very princess forward and put in experiences and shows and attractions that are aimed at little girls. And while there are probably boys out there who enjoy those things. I know many that do, and it's not excluding them. I think sometimes boys want that boy experience, right? Exactly. And for me, it's if I suggest something that may be somewhat targeted towards girls, even just for myself, because it would be something I would enjoy, I get all of the complaints and all of the whining. <laughs> so... I don't do that, Mom. Come on, I want to do something else. I don't do that. That's so let's, let's start... At the beginning, like we like to do, dreams were all about the planning process. Are your boys involved in the planning at all when you plan a trip? They are. I like to, when we, each trip that we're planning, I like to ask them, you know, what, where do you want to eat? What's your favorite place that we've ate in the past? So that when I'm making my dining reservations, I can take that into account. We talk about anything new that has happened since the last time that we went. Um, and we kind of just make a game plan for each day. Are, you, are they very Disney savvy? Yes, they are. Right. They are They are all about it. All about it? Yeah. Do they do the My Disney Experience and stuff like that, or do they leave that to you? So I like to handle it all myself just because I have a controlling personality. And But um, probably they do talk about, you know, oh, let's make a fast pass for this. Let's make a fast pass for that. They have in their mind, like, they would come up with a strategic plan that they want to do, that kind of thing. So, so talk about, like, re- resort choices. So you're a family of five. Yeah, so uh, family of four. Family of four. So that presents some challenges with, you know, adult sons and things like that. So where do you think about staying when you stay at a resort? So we, you know, I try to pick things that are, that they're going to like, you know, 
I stayed at Grandestino. That is something that I love, but it's not something that I think that they would enjoy. Really? So you don't think I they would enjoy that? One hundred percent pick a resort based on what they would like. All right. So I love Grandestino. Why wouldn't they love Grandestino? I don't think that they would care for it because you do not you're not seeing I mean, you know, there are some resorts that it's Disney in your face. Mm-hmm. Um and that the pools are aimed towards kids, the activities going on, the theming of the room, that kind of thing. Did we say you know, how old your kids were? Yeah. 18, 14, and 8. Oh, I 18, was, 18, I was 18, out. 12 and 8. Oh, so I close. Was, <laughs> I was out of the, I don't feel as bad now. I was out of the room when you talked about that. <laughs> you are. You're um, out of your body. Yeah, and I'm yes, actually, actually, I just wasn't listening. So, like one time we did a split trip where we stayed Art of Animation for half of it and Contemporary for half of it. And I specifically asked them, what did you think about the difference between the two hotels? And they're like, eh, contemporary is okay. But they like Art of Animation better than contemporary. Maybe a little more high energy. Maybe sort of that sort of thing. So one of the things we talked about with Grandestino is that, yes, there's a pool, but it's um, uh, the pool for the resort, which is not that convenient. Right. You got to go down the elevator and you got to go through the resort to get well, there. Disney not sort a lot of, of other kids at the resort either. There's, it's, all hotel, it's all adults and convention travelers. Go back, see what you're going to say. Cause then I Isn't Disney that. kind of trying to get away from the hotels being Disney-centric? You know, I guess it depends on what where you're looking at it. Because the last couple of hotels feel less Disney-centric to right, me. Right, and like they've taken out... The, the themed bedspreads and the borders yeah. and right. the things but like that. But you go to something like Art of Animation or Pop Century and it's just, uh, you know. Well, Art Joker. of Animation is based on Disney animation, right. so, so it would be hard to take that out. And the All-Stars, too. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, my kids love Art of Animation. They love the car suite. The whole section, walking around, seeing all of the cars, climbing on them and taking pictures. They love the car suite of Art of Animation. They love the Toy Story section in All-Star Movies. Especially now that they have refurbished the rooms and they're a bit nicer now. Um, another great place is the pirate rooms at Caribbean Beach. Now I'll put an asterisk in this because it is two double beds yeah. and they don't have a box spring, so they're not very comfortable. But it is a very heavily themed room and it is very fun. What do you look for in a room for bedding? Do you look for a pull-out sofa? Do you look for so, box springs? Are apparently are important. Yeah. Oh, me too. I mean, you know, like I said, my kids are somewhat older, so that and they're all huge. The twelve-year-old <laughs> and the eighteen-year-old are both very much taller than I am, and so generally, me and the youngest one will actually share a bed, and one of them will have the other bed. Sometimes my 18-year-old, he prefers to sleep in a chair sometimes. Mm-hmm. He will sleep on the floor. If we have a fold-down bed. In the tub. Yeah. That was so. that was me. So, like, yeah. as as a person who was once a, a 14- and 18-year-old boy going to Walt Disney World, I could say at that age, I think, like, the biggest thing for me is I loved pools, and as, which is hilarious because now I won't step foot in a pool unless – I've had a couple drinks in me and someone convinces me to. Uh, but back then, like that was that was part of the Disney vacation. It was parks and then lots of pool time. So a good hotel with a good pool was definitely critical. But back when I was that age, I you know, I only have a sister, so our the thing that I hoped for was that we would get one of the hotels 
which back then was basically just wilderness lodge that had bunk beds. So that <laughs> way I didn't have to sleep with my sister. Right. And if that was the only option, then yes, I slept on the floor or in a chair or whatever, because I did not want to, to yeah. share a bed at all. So I totally get that. Yeah. And they did when they were younger, they were fine sharing beds. If that's the only choice they will do it. But if I can find like the art of animation suites, you have three beds, so it, it works out a little right, bit better that way, better so that. they don't necessarily all have to share. Another one you were talking about, the pool, is the beach club. I mean, the yeah. pool there yeah. at Stormalong Bay is amazing. It really is. It's a whole draw. Oh, you leaned in. I thought maybe you were going to say something. I'm prepping. <laughs> I'm prepping for your next thing. So what other considerations for a resort? Does it matter proximity to a certain uh, theme park? Does it matter transportation? Do you let your kids go by themselves to the parks? The only one is the oldest one. He's the only one that's been to a park by himself. And it was a situation where the younger ones are tired and we were going to go back. And he said, hey, can I go ride Space Mountain a couple more times? Then I'll come back. He's got a phone. I trusted him. He was old enough. He's also been to Disney Springs by himself. Um, and I felt comfortable in that situation, but only because of how old he is. I also so. think, too, Disney seems to be, for a lot of folks, this is the first place where you get independence. It was for me. As it a is. kid, yeah. So, it was in the 70s, the early 70s, but it was for me. Well, mm-hmm. It's also a little bit different time, too, I think. It was the 70s. <laughs> but, I mean, as far as society and what's happening, and, mm-hmm. you know, you think this is a little bit safer, maybe, perhaps, don't know if it was for sure, but I think it felt like a more naive time. So that brings up the question of if you had girls, would you let girls go by themselves? That is hard. For me, personally, I'm very overcautious, and I probably wouldn't. Now, maybe you have the two oldest go together somewhere so that you've got a second person. I just don't think I could. And it's really hard even letting my oldest son know where to go. But I also track him on his phone, and I know mm-hmm. where he is every second, and I'm constantly texting him. So. And you use Disney transportation? or you? Yes, you we use Disney transportation 100% while we're here just because we like being in the Disney bubble. We've tried renting a car while we're here, and it just it, it doesn't work for Sometimes us. Sometimes it adds another layer for folks. Yeah. I think for that, for three boys, it's probably better. Just let's all get on a bus or let's get on yeah. a monorail. It's just easier. It's just easier. So you're going, you've made your plans, you're here. What other things do you think are geared towards boys that you would push your boys towards or that they would want to do? So while we're here, we think about our fast passes that we want to make. And generally all the fast passes that we make, I gear towards what they want to see. Um, You know, for, for younger boys, you know, you have things like Pirates of the Caribbean, Barnstormer, the Tomorrowland Speedway, where they're driving the cars, uh, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, Jungle Cruise, Spaceship Earth, that kind of thing. Yeah, Midway the Mania. Older boys, <laughs> of course, he wants to ride all the thrill rides. So he's on Space Mountain. He's, he's doing all of the mountains. He's doing Expedition Everest, all of them. Anything that's a thrill, he wants to be on. And sometimes he goes by himself. Well, I stay with the younger two. Um, and then sometimes we do wider swap as well. Wow. So. Do you say something? 
Oh, I chimed in with uh, Midway Mania. That that was also like that's a nice, good one that spans borders. And I don't want to date this too much, but that's what I I love about uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway coming very soon, Mm -hmm. because I think that's going to be another one where it just it spans all ages and, and not only that, but perfect perfect for boys just based on you know definitely for ratatouille and probably mickey and minnie as well and i mean galaxy's edge if if they're not a star wars fan probably won't work but uh, i think the problem is you know we don't want to get bogged down into this boy versus girl thing i was just going to say what attraction is geared toward girls Uh, i would think maybe the uh beauty and the beast enchanted tales with enchanted tales with bell you know things that are or the the princess greetings and things like that well it's not in my mind that's not a ride I think well, the, we're talking about rise now, but, right, but I think attractions. attractions are most attractions are geared toward everyone, so I can understand them not being interested. Right. Um, I was never interested when we used to go in the shooting gallery in Frontierland. Frontierland. I never wanted to shoot the star out of the little piece of paper. So, but the other stuff, I never saw it as. That's girly. Do they say that? Do they think that? I don't want to go see the Beauty and the Beast show because it's so girly. We've done the Beauty and the Beast, um, Enchanted Tales with Belle. We've done that, I think, once or twice. They don't want to do it again. They don't want to see the Beauty and Beast show. Um, You know, They are not interested in going to the princess meet and greets anymore. When they were little, they would. And that's the thing. You know, that's the asterisk on this whole conversation is that everything at Disney is meant for most, for both genders, it's right. it's for everybody. And I everybody. can understand the whole thing about not wanting to do something again. Mm-hmm. There's things that I just bypass. Right. I would not get on the Tomorrowland Speedway for money, right. but I understand. But that has nothing to do with gender. That I and what you're ta- telling me is they don't want to do that again. And I think to myself, does that have to do with gender? Does it have to do with age? Or does it just have to do with not being interested in seeing it more? I think for my kids, they feel like. That's something girly to do, and they don't want to do it. I think for some boys, that's a consideration because mm-hmm. that's too girly for me. I don't want to take. Right. I don't want to do that. I think that's something you take into consideration. The Frozen ride at Epcot, they don't want to do that, but they loved Maelstrom when it was Maelstrom. So but the, they don't want to do it now that it's Frozen. Oh, that's interesting. There's a girl in there. I don't want to ride it. We're just coming to that point where that's going to be important to them. <laughs> I'm sure it already is. But, I mean, again, I think the whole princess thing is something that puts boys off. I mean, because you look at something like Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, you know, even the even the boy experience of being made up, that's not exactly for everybody either. Right. Which is awesome because now they have Pirates League. Right. And my kids have done that and they love every minute of it. I mean, it is an amazing experience where even from the beginning, they have this whole process where they pick their pirate name and then they bring them in and they give them the makeover and they give them the costume and then they take them into a photo studio and take pictures of them. It's amazing. And the whole rest of the day, other people are looking at them because they have the whole thing on and they just have this huge smile on their face. I mean, it's they love it. We make a point of every time we see a kid dressed up, we always say hi to them and we dress, if it's a girl, we dress them by their princess name or yeah. call them a little pirate. Some boys too. Yeah. And again, we don't want to get, uh, f- certainly based on who's at the table, we definitely don't want to, you know, give any um, negativity towards 
boys who might feel princesses are fine or not fine or girls. I come from a certain perspective. Right. And that's why the questions I ask are from my perspective. I don't. But for Elaine's situation, her family, this is what she's doing. So So what do you think is missing from Disney that would appeal to your kids that's not there? I think I would like to see a character dinner that is something like, which I know we have, you know, the Fab Five dinners and that kind of thing, but we have multiple princess dinners. I would like to see something with like Toy Story characters. Mm. I think that would be amazing. And we have this new barbecue restaurant that's coming to Toy Story Land. Man, that would be perfect to put the characters in there. It would be perfect if they could do that. Are they still into the other characters? Is it still exciting to see Pluto and Mickey and Minnie and things? Oh, yeah, and they love it. And my kind of hidden gem is that we don't go to uh, Chef Mickey's anymore because, one, the food is not great Mm -hmm. to be generous. Right. And it's kind of chaos in there because (sighs) it's so loud and everything. So we love going to Tusker House, especially for breakfast. Okay. That we will do that every single trip. Because one, the breakfast is wonderful and you can meet the Fab Five and they're in their safari outfits, which is It's always fun adorable. to see them in a different outfit. Yes. For sure. I'm a sucker for a themed outfit. <laughs> what other restaurants do they enjoy? Um, so they really like um I think one that's coming that will be great will be Space 220. I think that'll be great. I think you'll have a lot of boys that are really into that. Um, Let me see some of the other ones that I took down was the Tusker House. We like Coral Reef um, because of the giant fish tanks on the wall. They like going up and being able to find the fish. They actually give them a map with a whole bunch of different um, fish species, they like being able to do that. I like how they also give you the matching sauce that would go with that fish. Right. So if you want tartar or something, know, right? they enjoy that. Or a butter sauce. Yeah. T-Rex at Disney Springs. If you have a son that loves dinosaurs. I am not going dinosaurs. to dinner with Elaine. <laughs> yeah. But this is what her family likes, you know? If you have a son that loves dinosaurs, that is the place. And do they like sci-fi? Do they what? Do they like sci-fi? Yes, sci-fi that was Dino. also on my yeah. list. Okay. We love sci-fi. Um, you know, they love sitting in the cars. They love being able to watch the movies, that kind of thing. And with the cars, you know, the Amphi cars down at Disney Springs, riding in one of those, that's a lot of fun as well. So, Excellent. You know, even... So every trip, there's a couple little things that I throw in for myself. And I say, you're going to have to deal with this. Mommy wants to do this. And they find ways of having fun with it, even though it would be girly. So when we ate in Cinderella's Royal Table in the castle, you know, especially my, you know, there you got boys there. Those princesses are all over them and they're loving on them and that kind of thing. And they give them swords. So they have swords to play with. To stab the princesses. (laughs) (laughs) And um, my older son, he got a, kind of a kick out of taking pictures with every princess and they would give him kisses and he was glowing and when we went to 1900 park fair where you have the stepmother and the two stepsisters he brought a little plastic ring and he proposed to one of the stepsisters wow and she went nuts and took him all over the restaurant and was bragging to cinderella and bragging to the others and this went on for probably half an hour wow 
And he had so much fun overdoing this. I think it's great they really get into it. Oh, they yeah. They sort of fall into that sort of fantasy of being yeah. at Disney and, you know, anything's possible. I can do whatever I want. Exactly. Where they might not do that at home and yeah. in front so of So they find different ways of making it fun, even if I force it on them. So <laughs> You'll have fun, whether you like it or not. <laughs> we talked a little bit about shows. Now, I know we're talking about Disney, but one of the things we know or we've experienced is Blue Man Group. At Universal. Yes. And when I saw Universal's Blue Man Group, I immediately thought, well, this is great for boys. It is when you're talking about you have a whole song about butts. Right. Exactly. It's sort of that sort of, you know, level of entertainment. But I think, you know, it's something that's geared more towards boys than to girls. That that show is 100% (laughs) boy-centric. Just because they will laugh at the jokes and they'll think that they're right. absolutely hilarious. And it's messy and it's gross and it's yes. funny. So, what about like, the new Cir- Cirque? What about the new Cirque du Soleil show? Not having seen it, I don't know, but I know the last one I thought was appropriate for boys or girls. I mean, I think not appropriate. I think they would enjoy it because mm-hmm. not only is it fun and fanciful, but there's also sort of this athletic element yeah. to it. There was like, the bike riders. Yeah, and if the, you're into BMX and extreme sports, like yeah. that show was cool because it it had those aspects into there. And I mean, it's just, I, I've never seen a Cirque show that I did not care for, but I haven't seen that many. So can be honest with you. Yeah. That's really the only one I've ever liked. <laughs> I think was the one at, one at downtown yeah. Disney. It's weirder when they don't have direct storylines that you can really follow, but yeah. Um, talking about, uh, shows, what other shows do they enjoy? So they really like the Lion King festival of the Lion King at Animal Kingdom. They, I mean, they love that one. They like going to the Finding Nemo show at Festival of Light, at Animal Kingdom. The brand new Lightning McQueen Racing Academy at Hollywood Studios is a fantastic one for boys. And Indiana Jones. My kids love Indiana Jones. And they will actually stay afterwards and wait for everybody to leave the theater. And they will get up on stage and take pictures with Indy. Oh, that's funny. So they love doing that. Um, they they loved the Lights, Motors action when it was there, even though it's not there anymore. And they're actually kind of very upset that it's not there anymore. But they liked that one, too. Do they like to shop at all? Do you go shopping for souvenirs? So they don't really do a lot of that just because they're kind of like i mean they know that they come back all of the time so they do they do pick out a couple things trip they love going to the lego store and like we go in there we're in there for like two hours because they have the section where you can build your own minifigures and they will sit there and they will just build on them and build on them and build on them and then you can buy a little set of three i think it's about ten dollars that you've built and it's got accessories and then they have a cup that is empty and they have a plot a giant wall of just lego pieces so you can fill it with things and it's a flat rate price for this cup so they like to do that and they like to see all the different sets so like i said we're in there for like two hours every time very cool. So, are they into sports? Is the sports part of their... So, um, my kids are not necessarily into all of the sports ball things, but <laughs> there are a lot of opportunities for them. You know, the new NBA experience at Disney Springs. I was going to say, we're trying to find the person who actually enjoys that. So, you know, if you come across one... 
please let us know. Yeah. And you should take them soon. <laughs> That's really because you know it's going to close. Yeah. I believe it's Bob Iger. Bob Iger's yeah. the one person yeah. who enjoys it. Yeah. yeah. You can always tell by, you know, how busy it is when you go there. Yeah. So, I mean, but if you have somebody that is really into basketball, they're going to be in heaven in there because they can go in there. They have 13 different activities. So they can lower the goals and do like dunk shots. They, they can do all these different timed skills. They have slingshot basketball. There's all kinds of things they can do if you have the right person that wants to do that. Yeah, not us. I hope all six of them go off (laughs) really, (laughs) and keep it busy. Um, What's their one thing that they have to do? Like if you're going and they say, you know, if they missed something, they'd be heartbroken. I'll tell you what they love is Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. They love playing that at the Magic Kingdom. And we usually set aside probably one afternoon every trip where they will play that for a few hours and they'll do a couple different missions. They have the one now at um, Pirates of the Caribbean that's the Pirates Adventure where it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of a scavenger hunt. And if you do it, you get a fast pass for Pirates of the Caribbean. So that's like a way of getting another free fast pass. So you're spending your time doing that instead of waiting in line. Right, exactly. So that's fun. Or killing time somewhere for your... They like playing the one that was the Agent P's World Showcase Adventure at Epcot, which is now turning into DuckTales. And I think now it's going to actually be through the Play Disney Parks app. So we'll have to see... What happens with that one? Do they, they have phones? Do they they have- ask. They do. Just the oldest one is the only okay. one that has a phone right now. Um, probably the twelve-year-old will get one soon, but he doesn't have one yet. Um, but they they love those scavenger hunts, and that's not. It's not a show. It's not a ride. It's free. Yeah. And they love them. They absolutely love them. That's excellent. What other things can you add? Anything that we've not covered? So there's a lot of outside the parks experiences that are fantastic for boys. You know, they, they have these pirates and pals cruises that is your, it's about a two hour experience. You're on a boat with Captain Hook and Mr. Smee and you can do this. They've got snacks and drinks and that kind of thing. And you see the fireworks. They also have some, Along the same, and that's for the whole family can yeah, do that. We did that as agents. Remember, right. we did on an agent fam once. Along the same vein, they have ones that are just for kids ages four to twelve, where they go out for two hours and they different. They have different ports of call, and they're hunting for treasure. And so that's something that you could drop drop them off, and go have a date night or do something by yourself and. Catch a fun. spa appointment while they go ah. and have a good time. That's great. Over at Fort Wilderness, there is a ton of stuff to do over there because they have archery experiences where they'll actually do like archery lessons. Wow. They have the Tricycle D Ranch, so you can visit all of the horses. They have pony rides, horse rides, all kinds of things. So, you know, there's all kinds of, you can go fishing, you can rent boats. I mean, there's a lot of different things things outside of the parks that you can do sort of that thing that you know uh won't use a park ticket right doesn't cost you any extra money to do for the most part some of them might be a charge for so things that you know you 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 can't afford a ticket every single day of your stay so these are great filler things it's great for a down day Mm. you know for me once i get to about day three or four of a trip 
I'm tired. And I just want a down day. You were talking about the horses at Fort Wilderness. This is just an interesting fact that has nothing to do with this discussion. I just found out that the vets at Animal Kingdom are the vets for all of the animals throughout the parks, except for the horses at Fort Wilderness. They have their own vets. Oh, wow. Mm. That's really interesting. I just it's, I it that. has nothing to do with this conversation, but I thought it was interesting, so I thought you would too. We find that very interesting. Thank you. I like being. Anything else we didn't cover as far as you know, consideration for boys or right. bringing boys in? You know, I think it's. I think the big thing is thinking about your child. What are they interested in? And you know, especially with me with having three children. Every single day of the trip, I say, what is the one thing that you want to do today? Mm. And if we hit that one thing for each child, that day has been a success. Yep. Yep. I mean, even, you know, as adults coming, we used to do that. What's the thing you need to do? Let's make sure we do that thing you need to do. And then everything else is gravy. Yep. Because you've done that cool thing. Exactly. We've experienced the parks with boys. You have your uh, nephew cousins who come to visit. I do. It's always fun to take them because what usually happens with them is it's always the next thing. You're standing in line to ride something now or you've got your fast pass or something now and it's what are we going to do next? Where are we going to go next? Where are we going to eat? It's a, a lot of energy putting into sort of planning that. Yeah. It is. They love, they love looking at the wait times on the app. They love looking at the wait times. Okay. This one's 20 minutes and this one's only 15. So we're going here next. Excellent. So. Excellent. And that was when they were younger. Now it's like, let's just hang out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's true of everybody as you get older, and especially if they have the luxury of coming often. So, you know, it's not this idea that if I don't get on all the rides or I don't get on all the big rides, you know, it'll be ruined. You know, you're coming back. Have you considered taking them to Universal? Yes. So I have been trying to get them there. <laughs> And they've kind of given me a lot of, they would rather go to Disney. Wow. Um, you know, because I have an eight-year-old who isn't big enough for a lot of the Universal rides, and my 12-year-old doesn't want to do thrill rides, then it's kind of just the 18-year-old that would enjoy a lot of it. There's going to be a lot of it that the other two wouldn't be into, but I know that that's just because of the way that my personal kids are. A lot of eight-year-olds would love to ride huge right. roller coasters. The roller coasters and all the Right, things. and most 12-year-olds would love to ride huge roller coasters. Mine just personally doesn't want to. So I have told them that probably this year we'll probably go to Universal. But again, they're kind of like, eh, I'd rather go to Disney. <laughs> but that's... That's okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but they do. I'm, and I'm going to get them there and I'm going to make them go there. And like Blue Man Group... <laughs> Was on our list, you know, because I think that they would love that. So, what was on your list? Sorry. Do it. You said something's on our Blue list. Man Blue, Blue Man Group, Blue like Man we Group. talked about. I'm like sorry. I had that on my list. Um, you know, the Marvels, the Cafe Four with the Marvel Superhero Dinner. They would love that. They are all very big Harry Potter fans, so that's going to be what they're most interested in when we go to Universal yeah. is both of those lands. They're going to be very much into that. I've kind of just been waiting until they're old enough to really be able to enjoy it. Would so. you do a split stay or would you do the ticket where you get so the So what I think that I want to do is stay the whole time, probably for about a week at Universal. That way we can do several days in the parks. We can go to uh, Volcano Bay 
And then I think I kind of want to take them over to Legoland as well. Excellent. So good deal. Yeah. Elaine, thank you so much for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And for sharing your story about your boys. Thank you everybody at home for listening and watching. Thank you, Kevin. You're welcome for uh, bringing in that little bit about the horses. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was interesting. <laughs> it was great. Again, thank you everybody home for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week and we hope you have a great vacation. Thank you.